Welcome back to Biomodded. Hi. On... Hi. <laughs> Hi. On this week's episode, we'll be going <laughs> over our favorite video game console generation. But before that, I'm Ben, and to my left is... Kevin. That's... Ben's right. Doesn't no, matter. No, Ben is wrong. <sighs> and thank you, everybody. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony. Andrew. Oh, Ke- Kevin. Kevin. Wait, okay, Kevin. yeah. Kevin again. <laughs> uh, what have you been playing, Kevin? Nothing, actually. No, Um, I... Hmm, do I start from... I'll start from oldest to newest. Uh, we finished up uh, Valheim. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much Ben and I finished Valheim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> well, for now, we finished We can go it. fight the boss again with you. I know, I know. I we the bosses. I think you, I own, I think you only fought... I fought one boss with you guys, the Ice Dragon. Did you fought, even fight the... He fought the deer. Did you fight the deer? You no, the deer. I didn't. Oh, he literally just I fought, fought the dragon oh, with us. I fought the ice dragon. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that was... Well, and, and I say finished it for now because yeah, they have so a ton digging. of updates planned for it. There is a uh, a sixth biome that Ben and I wandered into called the Meadows, and it's like this dark forest no, with... mist forest. Mist forest? Yeah, Meadows is the Oh, you're right. Okay, biome. Meadows is like the basic area. Yeah, and it's like this dark forest with like spider webs and giant skulls and stuff, and it's totally empty. There's no enemies. There's no anything. It's super creepy. Yeah, and I got so, lost there. So <laughs> and died <laughs> by fuelings. I remember I found your bag there. I was like, wait a minute. Oh, um. So we're pretty much just building base. And we, yeah, we you jump in. Is the servers more stable now? Yeah. Okay. Well, and I I would say we built the wall, but Ben really built the wall. <laughs> A trench. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. We built the wall, and then Ben dug a trench that I fell <laughs> into and died. So it works really well. Um, <laughs> and since then, I haven't played it, but I think I'm just kind of, you know, I'll jump on next time new content comes out, because I think if we build any more, the server might explode. So <laughs> True. That it's too. already pretty laggy. Andrew is um, having a hard time I playing. I can't even play it. <laughs> Jugga, I jugga, literally jugga, have jugga. it on lowest settings. Yeah. Oh, because your computer is yeah. like, well, it's good that your house is outside of our settlement. Then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then yesterday I downloaded Star Wars Squadrons because it was on EA Play. And I played the prologue, the first couple missions. And it was really hard to get through the first one because in the first one, you're TIE fighter, a TIE fighter pilot shooting down a bunch of X-Wings, which I hate. But then the second mission, you get to play X-Wings shooting down a bunch of mm-hmm. TIE fighters. So I'm good with that. Um, <laughs> Can't shake them. Kevin uh, shooting down X-Wings is like him hurting a dog. Yeah, it's, it's painful. Like, it's like he can't. I literally was, I, I remember shooting at an X-Wing. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You're so beautiful. I got to do you. this. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, I'm going to continue playing that. I think the story seems interesting. It kind of starts right after Alderaan gets blown up. Okay. And you play. Wait, Alderaan gets blown up? In uh, New Hope. <laughs> you know that big planet that gets blown up? Is this in the there's Star Wars? A, there's a book called Lost Stars. And ah, it's, yes. It's all explained in there. Oh, okay. Um, no, and then you, you play... Uh, the first mission is the you're playing a bunch of TIE fighter 
pilots and you're hunting down refugees from Alderaan and then stuff happens and then blah, blah, blah. But seems okay. I like the, the combat is fun. I like that. It's a little more in depth than your average, like, mm-hmm. like um, making the shields go to the back, to the middle, to the front. Yeah. You can, you can yeah. toggle different things. Like you can, um, switch power to the, the lasers or the blasters. Uh, yeah. The power to the blasters, power to the back of the shields, power to your speed yes. and then like you can change it on the fly of what you get what gets more and located yeah it's cool because there's certain moments like you have to fly underneath a star destroyer in an x-wing and so you have to redirect all power to the the engine so you can fly fast enough and then there's if you're firing on like a cruiser or something you switch the power to the lasers and things oh that's really cool it's fun i like them or if you're going up against Butterbot. a big cruiser, you gotta switch power to main power to your shields, and then put your shields all the way in the front. Yeah, and what's cool is when you have the shields, it it makes that sound like when you play Battlefront. If you have that shield up, and it's like boo 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 boo, mm-hmm. it makes that noise. So when you get hit, it you that was can pretty good. It feels like okay, my shield's getting hit. I'm not getting hit. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's really fun. I'm gonna play through the story. I I probably don't really care about multiplayer to be honest. Well, if you ever do, I have it, so. Oh, that's right. And I want to get a... Uh, yeah, you really need to get a Quest 2. I need a yeah VR headset, because playing that game Quest in VR... Quest 2 is like 300 I think, and yeah. you can uh, get a link cable and hook it up to there. 300 nice. what? Doll hairs. Oh. Doll hairs. Yeah, but I, and then Phasmophobia as well. Yeah, Phasmophobia. Um, the only other game I, I downloaded yesterday I played a little bit was Final Fantasy IX. Thanks to Anthony, who got into Chrono Trigger for the first time, mm. and it made me want to play a, a classic game that I've never played but heard of, have heard a lot about. So you it, can play a modern game that has the same kind of uh, gameplay and do uh, Yakuza like a dragon. It's a turn-based RPG. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it called? Yakuza. Yakuza like a dragon. It's it's pretty much oh, Yakuza. Yakuza. Or, or you could just play Octopath. It's pretty much well. Yakuza seven or eight. Oh okay. I or Octopath. Well, and I I've heard it. It's interesting because in nine apparently, it's a little bit different from the other fi- Final Fantasies in that era where it's like any one of the characters could do anything. In nine, it's like everybody has a set job. Like one character is mm-hmm. a black mage. One characters, I'm assuming. It's, it's every. It's it takes the classes from the original Final Fantasies, yeah, and gives them to specific characters. Which is funny because so like, the the one I played the most is Eleven, and that's yeah. like when I saw uh, Princess Garnet show up in the White Mage outfit. I was like, hey, I know that. And then, have you gotten to Vivi yet? Yes, Vivi. Okay. I I just beat the prologue where the airship okay. flies away and crashes. Um. But yeah. Yeah, I got dude. I have a list now. After asking you guys, I have like ten games I need to play. So mm. nice. Uh, move Golden Sun up on that list. Oh, it's at the top of the okay, list. Okay. You told you okay. told me yeah, yeah, yeah. like, hey, this is and Golden Sun one and two. Because Golden Boy. Sun, the first one ends on a cliffhanger. I also so. put uh, Tales of Symphonia up there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that that's high on the list. Both the Final <laughs> Fantasy six and nine are uh, high on the list, and so is Golden Sun. So, okay. which Final Fantasies have you played? Seven. Seven. Oh, okay. Fair, and I I didn't even beat seven. So, how dare you? I played the part that everyone played. I played Midgar, 
and I got onto the boat, and then I think I stopped out after the casino. The, where you get to play all the board games. Oh, the Golden and, Saucer. Yeah. yeah, the Golden okay. Saucer. Okay, so you're a decent way through. Yeah, that's when I I stopped playing. So okay, but I I know a lot about it just from listening to people and following it. And Final Fantasy VII was like I never played EverQuest, but my cousin who EverQuest two, EverQuest two, EverQuest two. My mom got it. Hey Daryl on. Hey Daryl on. Um, my cousin growing up, a lot of stuff he liked infected into my life and he grew up playing like Counter-Strike and EverQuest and, sure. um, like, so I never got to play those games, but I watched him and he talked about it a lot. So I was, I was a part of like following that culture and different things yeah. like that. And Final Fantasy seven was, was up there. So cool. Yeah. I, uh, started up Hades, uh, and played about three to four hours in one night. And then I was like, hey, there's a, like a romance thing going on here. And I need to figure out which romance is legit and which isn't because that's a part of all dating sim-esque kind of games. Trying to min-max this game? Uh, well, hey, trying to min-max it. It's not min-max. It's just literally finding out like what is legit. I feel like it spoils the game in that... I think part of it is you invest your love juice into these characters. <laughs> wow. Nectar. Nectar. All right. The nectar. Yeah. What kind of game it. is this? Uh, it's. Do you want me to go over what? Time <laughs> no, no. Uh, We've already gone over. Uh, your your love nectar into mm-hmm. these characters, and then when you can't fully romance them, you're just like, oh well, you have your own head cannon nope. of who you found. I'm going with. to go with the. Uh, hey, what can I? What can I do here? And. Find out that there's only three characters in the game that you can actually romance. Like romance, romance. Romance, romance. Everyone else is just, you're just growing a relationship with and getting special abilities from. Uh, Who cares it just, about that? It just, it just so happened <laughs> that the person that I was going after was one of them. But if I can't bang him, what's the I, point? I think the game, the game goes out of its way to let you know who the three main people are. Does it? I think so. Okay. Because, well, you, first of all, I haven't even met who, the third one yet. So. Who, well, not to spoil too much, the three people it's you can rom- the three no. people you can rom- romance are the only three people you can talk to back at your home world. All the other gods that give you boons oh, and everything yeah, yeah, like yeah. that, like you just talk to them during runs. Yeah, and then you can Nyx and uh, Cerberus you can give nectar to. Yeah, but are oh. you going to romance your mom or your dog? <laughs> I don't no. think so. so. <laughs> um. Nix isn't really your mom. That's but she's your mother figure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what kind of game is this? I've seen Hades? Of those videos. Have you heard of Greek no, mythology? I, I, I know. I'm just <laughs> I'm none just, of this is actually weird. The the only thing that I've like heard the main things are love nectar and romancing your mom and mm, your dog. Mm, mm, yeah. So to someone well, who, because I know what the game is thanks to you guys. Yeah. You can only pet the dog. You can only pet the dog. Oh, well, well, you can give that. him nectar. You get a, yeah, you, yeah. that uh, interaction and relationship you have with Cerberus is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, like, even dogs, because so. there's, at the game where you reach the final level, Cerberus is the final boss you have to get by before you uh, fight Hades. Um, but you're like, I love you, Cerberus. I don't want to fight you. Mm-hmm. So what you have to do is you do, like, these min- mini dungeons trying to find one of Cerberus's like favorite treats or something like that. And you feed Cerberus. So Cerberus mm. goes off and eats mm. it. And then you go fight Hades. That is your way of defeating Cerberus. So it does, because the first time you find Cerberus, you're just like, I got to fight Cerberus. Mm-hmm. You're like, no. 
but the game does a really cool job with that. So that probably explains why when I fought Cerberus in Final Fantasy XI, his big epic <laughs> move was called Gates of Hades. Yeah, because he's he's the guardian of Hades. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's the three-headed dog yeah, three-headed that guards dog. Hades. That's yeah. why he breathes fire and stuff. Yeah, naturally. I got, I got you. Yeah, it's just uh it's really good. Uh I've been in a Hades Persephone kick. And like she's yeah. Yeah, and knowing that like uh the main character is their kid. And so um yeah. 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 It is it is interesting. I'm excited to see where the story goes and if they explore Hades and Persephone at all. I assume that they are going to Have you beat? Have you gotten I haven't gotten to okay. the end yet. Um because it's especially since the main character thinks Nyx was his mom for all his life. And so All my life. All my life. Um so it's it's really interesting seeing that dynamic. And do you interact with his sisters? Does does his sisters ever show up in the game? Zagreus's sisters? Yeah. No. Okay. Um, yeah, and so that's a whole thing. And then I'm guessing uh the god of death shows up at some point. Yeah. But, that's okay. one of the characters you romance. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Okay. Thanos. Naturally. Yeah. Uh and then yeah. I don't know how you romance Dion. The Hermes? Dion? Dion that's war. Yeah. Dion. Dion, it's like D-I-O-N, I think. Dion, the guy who the head, does... The head? The head. Dione. There's just like a head, like there's a head, a character who's literally just a floating head. And she's one of the romance options. It's her, Meg, and the god of death, dude. This is Greek mythology? Yeah. Okay. I, I got... I know it's Medusa. Dusa. Is it? Oh, it is Dusa. Yeah, it's Dusa. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, it's Medusa, Meg, and Thanatos. Yeah. So it's just, can... but it's just the head of Medusa. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, I'm not. That's not weird. into that. No, not into that. Uh, dig into that character development a little bit more. It's actually yeah. pretty good. Um. But yeah, I really, really enjoy the combat and everything. Good game. And then Luigi's Mansion Three. Uh, I've been putting some good a chunk. Uh, Good a chunk. Good chunk of time. Good a chunk. Good a chunk of time. Whoa. I put that. I put that. Yeah, wahoo! A Luigi. Let's go. Oh, what is that? What happened to Luigi's voice? It's a Luigi. I realized Mario. I did Mario. My bad. You sure, that's not uh, Waluigi. Wahoo! So I just got to the point where the there's ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you afraid of them? Each each level. Like you're in a hotel. Spoilers, Ben. And each you like you get these elevator buttons that take you to different levels of the hotel. And I just got to the point where like the theme of the hotel has changed. So up to this point it has been like there's different like areas. Like there was like a thrift shop and I went to like a like a place. Was Macklemore there? No. Um, like a play stage Thanks, area, uh, and the I just it entered where it's like castle themed. So like I've heard there's like a desert themed one, and Egyptian. so yeah, and so it's just really cool that I've gotten to the themed part now, 
and the bosses. That's a have... really interesting way to handle like different levels in a game. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> and then like I've I was able to the I was able to fight different the different bosses, and I think that was something that Dark of Moon, the one on the DS, uh, 3DS, didn't really do was uh, have a variety of ghost types, and even the one on the GameCube. The original Luigi's Mansion, I think three really brings out the difference in like ghost types and how to deal with them. And the bosses are super unique. Like I fought like a Beethoven boss and like having to figure out the his... dog. Yes. The jungle roll over the St. Bernard. <laughs> yes. There's definitely a Mario thing with Remember Bowser's little minions. They're all named after like. There's Ludwig. Yeah, this one. Lemmy. This one is like you you fight the Beethoven ghost at uh, like a like an orchestral hall, and and then like I fought like a security guard ghost and a like a head chef ghost and a nice. maid, and a like a head maid ghost. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and because. That when I was watching someone play Super Mario RPG, like Bowser, it, it's a very interesting character dynamic with Bowser, where it's like his castle's taken over, so mm-hmm. he joins up with Mario to take it. But the entire time, he's like trying to be the big bad guy, but he's really like sensitive at heart yeah. and like cares for his workers and um, doesn't want to show weakness and different things like that. So like, it's just an interesting uh, dynamic when mm-hmm. you know, like, it's a good game. So those are pretty much the only two games I, and then I attempted Valheim and my computer did not want to run that. So you attempted well, all, the, all of ours were yeah. having issues. <laughs> By the time so, we got it working, Andrew's like, I'm going to get off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was like two hours of us trying to do that. And I was, it was like, it was, it was two and hours we have been trying to do it. And I was two hours of us rating anime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. It was anime great. lists. <laughs> I think we need to have like more days of just getting on uh, and not doing anything. Yeah, <laughs> not doing, but like playing our individual games, not like oh, yeah, not yeah, specifically yeah. playing games together, but oh, just chilling and talking. Just chilling yeah, and talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, that would sound great. Um, yeah, that dude, that'd be great if we did that. Um, because I'm alone in darkness more often. Than <laughs> alone in darkness. Yeah, just any, anytime, <laughs> just hit me up and yeah. I got you. Okay, you three playing? in the morning, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Not now. You I said any time. Yeah, any time. Uh, he's like, I got to wake up in an hour. Uh, <laughs> it's like, good, an hour of games. Now yeah. uh, that's when I wake up. Yeah. Oh, got you. Uh, so let me... So I played and beat Spec Ops The Line for the first time, and that game is good. Um. I wish I wouldn't have had it spoiled for me. Obviously, it's been out for a long time. Fast forward, but it's it's pretty groundbreaking in its story development and the way it handles uh, military combat and what goes on with war crimes and different things, which I think is obviously topical in that Six Days in Fallujah is supposed to be coming out and people are trying to cancel it and it's just a weird thing surrounding. Cancel it a second time. You remember? Why are they trying to cancel it? So they feel like it's American propaganda that it's uh, um, <clears throat> propping up American war crimes and how things are were done there, and that <clears throat> it's going to create more mass shooters and um, all this other stuff. And what? What is this? 
Six Days in Fallujah? Yeah, I don't know anything about it. <clears throat> you don't remember the original Six Days in Fallujah? So no, early, early 2000, Six Days in Fallujah. So it's the story uh, that has to do with Marines in Iraq. So they were going to this Iraqi town. And so if you actually dig deeper into the story, a lot of the Marines were trying to, they basically made people in Iraq like get up and leave their homes because they were going to bomb this area, Fallujah. Um, but a lot of people didn't leave. White phosphorus was used, and white phosphorus is... Oh, okay. Um, so the way white phosphorus is actually supposed to be used is by a cover concealment and displacement unit. It is actually not meant to be used for like pain and suffering. It's basically like gas. So if I drop gas into an area and you smell it and you get tear gas and everything, you're going to want to leave the area, mm-hmm. right? The problem is, is if you can't leave the area with white phosphorus, it will just melt you to death. Okay. Like literally, you'll just melt. Hmm. Um, so that's when people think and talk about white phosphorus, which is something that is dealt with in Spec Ops Line. You use white phosphorus and you see the aftermath of what happens after you use, uh, use white phosphorus of a mom holding a daughter. You didn't know that's what you were doing. and You thought they were enemies. They yeah, like you thought they were enemies your... moving in on stuff yeah. because you were doing a top-down mm. artillery fire uh, style. So basically, six days in Fallujah, there was use of white phosphorus, the displacement of Iraqi people, the killing of innocent people, uh, Marines died there. So basically, this was around the time that uh, early 2000s, Grand Theft Auto, different style games were just like, you know, if you play violent video games, you're going to be a violent mm-hmm. person. That was this big time. And then obviously that was disproven and people have gotten much better on it. But eventually, Six Days in Fallujah, the publisher pulled out and they weren't able to complete the game. Well, now the game is starting Konami. back up. Was that? Konami. Yeah. They uh, were originally going to produce it and then they pulled out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then now this new team is picking it up and trying to get Six Days in Fallujah done. They want to do it in a documentary style. Like okay. from, they're interviewing Marines and different things. And um, so the problem is, 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 it, pe- is it a real story that happened? Yes. Okay. Six Days in Fallujah actually Fallujah happened. was, it, I remember when I was young and it was happening, it was like one of the more bloody battles, wasn't it? Yes. In it, the yeah. Iraq War. Because yeah, it was like, they were all, it was like guerrilla warfare basically. Mm-hmm. So it's it's one of those things where people have taken to being like, well, this is war crimes, this is this, this is that. But the problem is it's hypocritical to top, talk about this game and not talk about literally every other war game known to mind. Not even just that, but well, yeah, then talk about just like, Grand at, Theft Auto and Grand Theft Auto, but look at Modern Warfare where they changed history and had America's did the, uh, what was it, the... They called it something. It was like the Highway of Death or something like that. Oh, the Mokadisha Mile? Yeah. And in reality, it was it no. was America. And then in Modern Warfare, they changed it, so it was the enemy that did it. Oh, no, yeah. We yeah we did the <clears throat> Mokadisha which, Mile. Which Te- Modern my, Warfare, my unit, my unit, Modern I was Warfare. in. The, the OG one? No, the, re- the remake. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because th- there was a big uh, complaint, because White Phosphorus was a kill streak in the new... yeah. And that was a whole thing. It, it, it's just, it comes down to cancel culture and then people building on to it. The thing that is disheartening is that the some of the people who are jumping on trying to cancel the game or people, like literally, obviously Colin is someone that we follow, Colin Moriarty of just, he pointed out that literally a publisher, a game developer for Battlefield is one of the people that are saying cancel this game. 
And it's just like, you can't see the hypocrisy in what you're saying. And that it's just one of those things of like, we as consumers get to decide to play a game, not play the game. And if the game is offensive or bad or Mm -hmm. just propaganda, we don't buy it, we don't play it, and they don't make it again. It's just one of those things when it comes to art, trying to cancel art before seeing its full product, just because Mm -hmm. you think this is what is going to happen, it's just... Well, it's the same people that are trying to cancel the Joker movie, thinking that it was going to cause more anarchy and shooters. And the people that are trying to cancel the Harry Potter game. And I think it it comes down to, and I think it's important when you're talking about the spec ops, the line of just addressing a tough, like they told this story Mm -hmm. and now you can have this tough conversation of what it means to be the good guy. Because the entire game, it's like a breaking bad of like you start off thinking you're there to save some people and then you realize like slowly but surely like, no, wait, I'm the bad guy. Mm -hmm. And there's multiple endings of how you deal with this stuff and like the falling apart of your friends and your your teammate, your squad, and just like this, these things you have to analyze of what does it mean to be a good guy? What does it mean to be like, even with best intentions of like us going into Iraq and trying to help people, is that right? Are we doing it correctly? Mm-hmm. Or is this not necessarily saying that there's a right or wrong answer of just like, are we going about this correctly? And I think, in all honesty, I think people are just being lazy uh, mm-hmm. with cancel culture and that instead of addressing uh, tough topics or tough conversations, they just go, let's not even have it happen. And then we never, like when you want to talk about racism, racism is a very real thing and people don't want to talk about it. And what happens is then you get ignorance Mm -hmm. where people go like, I never knew racist was still a thing. Instead of addressing race, or it doesn't even, whatever it is, racism or gender inequality or women's rights or any of this stuff or like people that go through is that no one wants to talk about the tough stuff. They just want to uh, demonize the one side or the other. And it it's one of those things where people, when they're backed into a corner, they just want to fight fire with fire. So if you just come out and you go, all straight white men are horrible people, a bunch of straight white men are going to come out and try to defend themselves. And even more than that, most ignorant straight white men are mm-hmm. going to try and come out. And then that just paints a bad picture and it creates this vicious cycle of just let, let's talk about the problem, right? So the canceling of six days in Fallujah is just like, well, let the game come out and then let's address what goes on in the game. Yeah. Is the game good? Maybe this game comes out and and you haven't played it. You don't know that they don't show the side from the Iraqis. You don't yeah. know if they don't. Because it, again, with Spec Ops The Line, once you play through it, you're the bad guy. And yeah. this is something you have to talk about. Maybe with Six Days Fallujah, you play this game and you go, wait a minute, maybe we did something wrong here. Even though I'm playing the bad guy, mm-hmm. I'm, it's the, uh, was the mission called No Russian? Yeah, from I was thinking of that. Call of Duty, Warfare, where yeah. you're like mowing down people in an airport. airport. Yeah. Well, let's have a tough discussion. Let's talk about this, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, I get it's in a video game thing and in a video game style, and people, you know, think video games are supposed to do a different thing but like you're capping the capability what video games can do it's this wonderful medium that you can tell stories in an interactive way Mm -hmm. movies are one way you watch a movie and you get out and you talk about it but like you have no impact on what goes on in the movie a book you read it like you can get things out of it but video games is the one thing that you can do where you just like i can have this interactive story that can discuss tough things yeah. or i just play it for gameplay and i just you know it's just it's, it's just funny so it's, the, it's the same people that praise last of us 2 which it does exactly that it's like it makes you question like what's right and wrong and who's good or bad and 
all that kind of stuff. And they did does great, a phenomenal job at that. And why they can't think that maybe this will do that also. It's I, because you don't play as American military in that one. So true. <clears throat> well, I think yeah. I think it's it's just we've gotten to this point where America hates America so much that it's the cool thing to do now. That that like literally Red Dead Two was praised like across the board, but you can liter you can go and take a prostitute, tie her up and throw her on a train track and watch her get run over. And it's just like why aren't like why aren't you, why don't you have issues with this? Like why like what's going on here? The horrible things you can do in any rock Rockstar game is like why why are you taking issue with this game that hasn't even come out yet? Like that is trying to tackle a tough situation and, and explain it and explore it and it's like or you could go into this fantasy world in which you can do horrible things to people who weren't real, but because you're not the American military, you're fine with it. And I think that's what bothers me the most is like, I'm not the super like patriot person, but I always get tired of when people are just like, well, I hate this because it's American military. And it's just like, I, that's a very small minded place to come from. Yeah. And if we have to live in this existence of capping or not capping, even though I think we can live in existence where we can maneuver, we can move capping depending on the situation and all the context. And I mean, context is just so important. I'm very strong in uncapping. I'd rather have an uncapped society than a cap society. Where we can just explore everything. Yeah. Where you just explore everything. Right. And it's just with video games, any stuff like stop trying to cap this medium and Mm -hmm. being like video games are only meant to do this. Movies are only meant to do this. Music is only meant to, instead of just expand your knowledge, expand your thought process and like (laughs) get comfortable with the uncomfortable because that's the only way that you can break through this stuff. Yeah. Like you don't get through, you don't defeat racism. You don't defeat all this stuff. You don't by just going like, Hey, let's not talk about it. Hey, let's not this or screaming at people. You get through it by discussing the tough situations. Mm-hmm. And maybe video games can be used to do that, right? Like maybe video games is one person's access of being like, you know, like you play as a KKK member and who goes through this stuff and you're just like, oh, all these people are horrible. But mm-hmm. you then are have to deal with that horribleness that you never thought you were going to do for, before because that isn't something that video games cover, right? Like, here's this wonderful medium that you can do so much with. Don't sit here and cab it and be like, this is the only place, you're only supposed to be a raccoon with a laser gun that turns things into dolphins. Like, it can be just so much more. Like you mentioned with Last of Us 2 and everything, like the storytelling is essentially unlimited in that Mm -hmm. one. The only problem is people. Like, uh, Grand Theft Online, no, Red Dead Online had to get rid of uh, KKK members in the online because people were getting posses together, dressing up like that, and hunting down anybody that played as a black character. <sighs> we're like, oh, but no, let's just but let's talk about that, right? Yeah. Let's yeah, I get why you remove that from the game. Like I understand that because that's from the online like, game. Yeah, from not the online the game. game. You remove that because it's almost it's another sense of griefing, right? Like this isn't okay, but let's talk about. Mm-hmm. It. Like, there's a difference between allowing bad things to happen and addressing bad things, right? Mm-hmm. And then the other beauty of it is, like, just don't play the game. Or just don't, like, with when yeah. it comes to Six Days in Fallujah, just don't play the game. Speak with your wallet, right? Like, that's, I, I always find it funny when Cancel Coaster tries to cancel a game because now 
I'm sure that game would have flown on the radar and nobody would have cared. But now there are so many people that are going to buy that day one. Yeah, it's what happened with Kingdom Come Deliverance. Yeah. Like, well, there's just... there, there's also a level of narcissism I feel like in cancel culture where it's like I don't like this, so I want it to be erased from existence, so I don't have to look at it or deal with it. Mm-hmm. And it's a very like self centered perspective in my mind. Yeah. It's, it's like what it, happened to Kingdom Come Deliverance. Kingdom Come Deliverance, so basically they didn't have black people in it because... Yeah, because it was medieval Britain. Yeah, we know. That's offensive. (laughs) Okay. It's so offensive. (laughs) Sorry. That's that's the thing. That's Yeah, people are like, change history, change that. And so the problem is is that a lot of council culture actually has some foot in reality, right? Like, Mm -hmm. there isn't enough black people representative in these things. There isn't enough strong female. We need more of them, right? But that doesn't mean you need to limit all this other stuff. Like that's the problem that like people get it twisted. In my opinion, people get it twisted when it comes to equality. People think, well, this person's been setting up on this, you know, this high podium, so that we need to bring them to our level, as opposed to being like, wait a minute, let's raise everyone up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let let's bring everyone, let's bring up everyone to our level, as opposed to bring people other down. People while, down. Like it it doesn't like. People get that twisted a lot of times, but mm-hmm. the problem is, is cancel culture has their foot in some reality of like, yes, you are correct. Women aren't treated as equally, you know, racism. Like these things are very, very real, but you're using it and manipulated it in a way to drive your agenda. Because personally, like I'm going to school to become a history teacher and you see this a lot in high school is like they try to PG or, or rip out things and what we teach our kids mm-hmm. and how we think about how, when you guys were going through school, how America is portrayed, right? We're the big, awesome, good guys and everything we do, but we're so dripped in, um, blood and hate and racism, but let's talk about that. And people know this style stuff, like people who don't think the Holocaust actually happened. I don't think there's a ton of those people, but the fact that that's even a conversation people had to have of, Mm -hmm. is the Holocaust a real thing or uh, talking about slavery? That's the other thing too, that I've seen a lot is that when people talk about slavery of just like, they think it's just an American thing, but like, it's not Mm -hmm. like the entire society, the entire world. Slavery has like always been a thing Mm -hmm. for a very, very long time, but people don't want to talk about it because they don't know. I think it's a matter of ignorance and uneducation. So, well, and it, don't want to get too far into this. No, no, no. I got you. It also just, it, uh, depowers a person. Yeah. When you can say, you know, uh, America did this to, you know, who I am in my, in my ancestral past. And you go, well, that was all over the world. It, de- it depowers that person of, I don't want to say victimhood, of, but just like they don't want to lose that identity. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's a hard conversation to have. Yeah. But, yeah, well, pe- yeah. People assign <clears throat> the 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 tribal like console, like in video yeah. games, right? I'm a PlayStation gamer, I'm right. an Xbox gamer, and then the second someone says something bad about that, like they get super defensive, yeah, because and they're then, tied just, to those titles. And then someone just goes, "Well, I just play all the consoles." Yeah, and then it's just like <laughs> it de- depowers that person. Xbox has no game, PlayStation games, PlayStation has no services, and Nintendo is so archaic. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and yet they I all, still yeah, and they all have problems. PC has its drivers. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm right there with you. But right. anyways, back in Spec the video Ops game. Spec, well, I, again, Spec like, we were we were able to have this <laughs> yeah, yeah, discussion yeah. because of a video yeah, game I yeah. played where they they talk about this stuff. And Spec Ops was great. I'm happy I played through it. It was you know it's only like a six or seven hour game, 
So I suggest people play it. it. It's pretty good. It's a game that you still have to pay like 20, 25 bucks for because people know that it's a kind of a, a diamond in the rough in that way. But that game made me like, I kind of got a little bit of a shooter kick. And I was like, man, what shooter have I not played that I want to give a chance to? And I was like, you know what? Max Payne 3. I was Ooh, like, I remember Max Payne 3 so came good. out. Did you and play the first two? No. Okay. I know about, well, I played the first one. I played the first one when it came out. I don't, like, I never played the second one, and I think I was fine. I don't think yeah, you Yeah, I mean, well, so Rockstar did three, and he, they didn't do one and two. Oh. Yeah, I don't think you need to play the first two no. to enjoy this. It is a, a detective noir it just, style it, video game. It, the first two explore who Max Payne is in three, and so that's uh, well, knowing think, the depressed... I think three does a really good job of addressing it, but it's yeah. so cool of just like, you know, I'm looking down a barrel of alcohol. That's all I have in my life. I yeah. swig the between, between like the loading screens. Yeah. yeah. I, I swig another, you know, painkiller because it's the only thing I know to love. And it's just like, <laughs> like it's, it's great. And like my, I that had fun playing it. Like to the point that I was just, I was just like, I may need to go give Red Dead a, another shot. Red Dead Redemption 2 of just, my biggest problem with Red Dead Redemption 2 is playing the control. Yeah. Playing the game is a lot of fun. The story is a lot of fun. The environments are a lot of fun. But, like, how they map out their buttons, what things goes where. Like, a lot of times I'm like, no, I wanted to reload. I didn't want to beat my horse to death. You know what I'm saying? Like, like <laughs> yep, it's just yep. it's just one of those it's things like, that happen. It's like, like it's, going from Red Dead to uh, Ghost of Ghost Tsushima. Yeah, you keep swinging your sword at the horse yeah, trying so to get on it's, it. It's one of those things where the aim, I had to turn down the auto assist off quite a bit because the auto assist help in yeah. Max Payne is, it's pretty, it's pretty heavy. Yeah. Um, Where you can see it, uh, where they moved and got a little bit better with Grand Theft Auto Five. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of that style, but just a, a little bit better. I think the gunplay in Max Payne Three is really good. It's really good, yeah. And it's... and it does a fun thing with like slow mo and bullet time and um, the multiplayer had slow mo bullet time. Yeah, it's like it's every time every right. person every... could go into it and it's it slow down, down time. Yeah, the wow. multiplayer is actually pretty super underrated. So that game was a ton of fun. I liked a Max Payne Three. Um, so Andrew and I's favorite line was they shot my second favorite drinking arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, that one's Yes, that's really Did you good. did you beat it? No, I okay. uh, I think I got halfway through. Did you get to the point where literally everyone is like cuz at the beginning you're you're a bodyguard for somebody mm-hmm. and then at some point literally everyone is trying to kill you and Max Payne is like who the heck am I protecting that all of you are trying to kill them? And they're like, no, we're trying to kill you because you killed all our guys. Yeah. Like, like it turns from like <laughs> you become this, you're not a bodyguard anymore. Like you are, but you're like, now the one who's you, being hunted. You are, but you like, still think you're yeah, protecting you still, somebody important. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Why are all these guys coming for <laughs> and me? Like, then it gets to the point where they're now going after the person you're protecting because you're protecting them. And- like it's not because of who they are anymore. And it has some pretty cool set pieces. <laughs> yeah. Like you have a shootout in a club. Mm-hmm. Then you have a shootout at a soccer stadium. Yeah. Like there, there's some pretty cool elements. And it's like, it takes place in uh, San Paulo. The soccer stadium uh, is the one with Brazil. the sniper, right? Yeah. 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 But then you also just, like fight where through second, the tunnels. Second, yeah. What's that? That's where his second, second favorite drinking arm yeah. gets shot. Yeah. <laughs> and you fight and you fight through the tunnels inside of the, the stadium, yeah, which yeah. is just not something you see a ton of. Um, but... <laughs> 
while I was doing that, I was watching someone play Super Mario RPG, which I never would have given the night of day, mm-hmm. the time of day to. Um, and I was like, this game is freaking rad. And I mm. like strategic style games and, you know, uh, um, turn-based RPGs are those style. I just, it's literally just a blank spot in my catalog. Like, I played Tactics, Final Fantasy Tactics, but I haven't played, I played a little Final Fantasy VII as we, mm. we talked about, but it's just not something I really dived into that should be right up my alley. It was, I, I think it's because every time you saw a JRPG, you equated it to anime. Yeah, And, like, you, every, every time we talked about it, you're just like, is it really worth it? And I'm not a huge JRPG person, and so it's like I couldn't give you an actual answer. But you know what? One of my favorite style of games is is like that Pokemon. Like yeah. Pokemon is really fun to play of leveling up and mm-hmm. like and that is it's a it's a turn based it's a turn based RPG. Yeah, Earthbound. So, yeah. Let's see. I, Earthbound is stupid hard um, and longer. Uh, so I basically looked up like you know best turn-based rpgs and a lot of lists had chrono trigger at the top i mean like you know what like i think it's time i i i pop the cherry and play chrono trigger and man i'm so happy i'm playing this game is freaking awesome it mm-hmm. is so good from the music to the characters to the very opening uh sequence is uh akira um toriyama right mm-hmm. yeah, the yeah. dragon ball z or dragon ball um um artist, artist. he does the animation for the very beginning of chrono trigger and it's so cool i was like man this is i wish i had a chrono trigger tv show or a chrono Mm. trigger movie or just like it's it's awesome like i and then also i i like time loops like when we talked about go listen to reeled in uh tenet um it's pretty good the podcast it's okay uh, check out (laughs) pretty good um i like dollars (laughs) yeah thanks thank you uh i like time loops i like discussing string theory like those it's one of my favorite style of games mm-hmm. and that is all chrono trigger is is jumping through time yes. what affects like what you do in the past affects the future and vice versa um and the characters are immediately you fall in love with luca and um chrono and uh robo and frog and it just like a lot of the characters are super fun i love the pixel art uh just there's just a lot about it. Also, like timing attacks. Like I like the active system as far as like, do you wait for someone else to come up in their time so you guys can do a combo move? Also, when you select when to attack is important as far mm-hmm. as like timing healing. As opposed, to a lot of times in turn based R- uh, turn based RPGs, you go whoever has the highest speed, they go. Then this person goes. Mm-hmm. Then this per- and like you can pass their turn and do different things. But in this, timing and waiting is very important. Also, on top of um, placement. So, like, if you're surrounded by enemies and you have a move that affect, affects enemies in a certain AOE, you have to wait for them as they move around the screen right, to get yeah. close enough to be able to hit multiple. Like, it's I like playing this game. Like, it feels like this game came out like this year. Like, there's just so many elements of it. Like, like I'm a so dragon, surprised. like a dragon kind of does that because you Yakuza. can move around mm-hmm. when you go into battle and you can target somebody. And you'll run at them, but if there's another enemy in between you, he can like punch you as you're coming by and totally ruin your attack. Mm. Yeah, I I like it. I'm super excited to beat it. I just got to the point where um, all the uh, you meet the like time lord and you get magic the end time. I think that's where I stopped. Also, um, it's not 
in not no it's it's, it's it's like after end time yeah you go to this place where like it's like this where uh, you can jump to different yeah times. you jump to yeah. different areas so i'm able to like jump to uh different time periods and the other thing that's really cool is like when you get there there's one extra portal to prehistoric times that you've never been to but you can go to it right away and like this game has this open world style of like the game try to tell it tries to tell you like hey talk about so and so and they need to do this thing and you're just like all right well then i'm gonna go do that the game there is no objectives right you just there isn't mm-hmm. a check the box mm-hmm. go here do this like you have to listen and well not let you have to read to Which, get clue context clues of where to go but really if you're not if you're not used to that it took me a little bit to i that's, I got stuck at a couple points. That's funny you bring that up because in the very opening sequence, you like go to the fair, you do all this stuff, you go help Marley out, and then like you go on trial and you do this thing. After I did all that stuff, I went into the mayor's house, and in the mayor's house is where they teach you to play the game. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, I've been playing the game like for three hours, yeah, yeah, and yeah. now I'm learning. Like, <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty. Fun. It's like, hey, do you want to yeah. know how attacks work and yeah. what is magic and weakness? And I was like, wait a minute, what? What is this? The beauty is like the first game to do that was the original Final Fantasy and it's just like that game literally just puts you into the world and says have fun and like there's you don't like every mission you get is a context clue from someone like there's no like hey go do this it's like your very first mission you do get that and then after that first mission it's just like you have to talk to people and one person will be like, oh, you know, I heard there was a village where everyone's invisible. <laughs> and you're like, oh, cool. And then like later on, you enter a village where like no one is at. And you're like, oh, this is the village where people are invisible. Yeah. I, I should look around and yeah. see like what's here? going on. Here. Dragon, yeah. Dragon Warrior. Dragon Warrior is the first. Yeah. And then I just never played the Dragon Warrior games. So. The D Warrior games? <laughs> Which turned, Dragon, into, Dragon Quest. turned into Dragon Quest. It was Quest. Dragon Quest in... Which I, I I bought Dragon Quest Eleven along with Chrono Trigger and it's on the list, but it's a very I heard, long... heard about the last half of that Dragon Warrior Eleven Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah, so basically, so I already I don't know what re- happens. It's but like you have to replay the you game. Entire replay game. the entire game yeah. to get the true ending. Like it, it's it's what? just yeah. yeah. So you beat the game. There is like you, you play. It's like sixty seventy hours, and you beat the game. But it has to do with like time travel and time oh, okay. loops as well. So it's like, hey, you did the right thing. But something bad is still going to happen, and the only way is we have to go back and do something different. Okay. So you it has you like semi start the game over. Maybe you were you were with us. Did have you guys seen the Dragon Quest movie on Netflix? No. Oh, I won't watch it. I think you would enjoy it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Watch it. Yeah. Even it, if you have no it, knowledge it, of Dragon Quest. Yes. Okay. I didn't know there was. A I movie. yes, even I like Ben showed it'll it to me. Blow your mind, and I was really like, how long is it? Uh, hour and a half. Okay, yeah, it's Maybe. it's like movie length, and yeah. it'll seem very generic at at first. First, hmm. and like it, I just and remember fast. Ben. Ben was like, "We're going to watch this movie," and I was like, oh, "Okay," because like on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, because I'm not like huge into like video game adapted movies. That's uh, fair. And then, I mean, the like, best one is Mortal Kombat. It just gets so. to a point where I was just like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> and then, like, you're just like, uh, "Oh, oh, oh, okay." Because I, that's I happening. would, I would not have watched it, yeah. but I listened to somebody who reviewed it, and they're like talking about it's like, 
what yeah yeah what yeah. Yeah. okay it gets pretty crazy i wouldn't have watched it unless you just told me yeah. about it yeah. no it is it is definitely worth a watch okay. i w- like i'm not saying it's a like a nine out of ten no it's like a it's, just, uh, it's like your a seven. story yes. yes dragon quest your yeah. story like it's a uh, don't read anything. Yeah, don't read. I uh, know. I just I added it to my okay. list. As it's like thought, it's so. like a seven out of ten on like a quality script writing, but just like yeah. it just it's a trip. It's a trip of a movie. Well, that's cool. what I've been playing. Where have you been? So we beat Valheim, and yes, we did. Uh, I was still in the mood for a survival games, so I jumped back into Subnautica I Below Zero. Yep, I tried. Subnautica in VR, the first one, because <laughs> Below Zero isn't in VR yet, and I played it for about an hour, hour and a half, and got really sick, because that <laughs> game was not designed for VR, and being underwater with like no up or down, and it's, yeah, I can oof. imagine, yeah, but it was it was still really cool to, like I I had that fear that Anthony has of underwater, and it was pretty crazy to be in vr underwater and but uh going back to uh, below zero it's they finished their last update for the beta and it'll come out very soon so i'm actually going through and having a whole lot of fun i love love that game so much and i have a base and uh um <laughs> mm-hmm Vehicle, vehicle oh, okay. with like a bunch of, they they in this one you have your main vehicle that you can get to place to place really fast, and then you can add compartments onto it, like a sleeper compartment, an aquarium a compartment, a compartment that holds your prawn suit, a compartment that has a teleporter, a compartment that you can uh, manufacture stuff with. So it pretty much just becomes just a mobile base, a mobile base that you can go around with. And it's, it's I'm just here. sad. It's not multiplayer. It's yeah. Uh, they say the next game is going to be pretty much a remake of the first game, but with, with multiplayer. multiplayer. Oh, okay. All right. So I, I'd like to jump in. I'm also kind of scared of deep water, but that's oh, kind of why I want to. Yeah. Play it. Yeah. The funny thing is I'm not scared of deep water. I'm annoyed at breathing mechanics. <laughs> and that's this, this whole game. But once you add that to the list, dude, I hate that in real life, man. Yeah. Once yeah. you tell me I gotta breathe, yeah. once you upgrade enough, that. that doesn't become that doesn't become as much. It's of just a like that was my like number once, one pain yeah. of just like I have to go up back to the surface and rebreathe. And yeah, that's like the starting area. Once you but, get a bigger container and like a breathing apparatus, and you can get like a a machine uh, vehicle and then a prawn suit. Mm. It's also a boat okay. game, Andrew. It's not. It's not. There's no. There's underwater vehicle, but not boats. Yeah. Like you're not. Okay. You're no, no, rarely no. ever I, on I top really, of the water. I really, I really enjoyed the game. Wait, is a submarine a boat? It's, you're not in a submarine. It, it's a tiny sub. It's like a one man sub. No, but is a but submarine you, a boat? Uh, and good you, question. In the first one, you do get like a giant sub. Oh, do you near the drive end? it? Yeah. Oh. Or is a submarine like a? In the family of boats, but is like different. It's a right? water. I guess it's a it's a water. It's a watercraft. Is it the wrap of sandwiches? Right. Yeah, it's the wrap <laughs> of boats. Uh, and that that getting the submarine, it being like an end goal, is kind of funny because you're so vulnerable at first. You're just you have your scuba gear, and then you get the, the little sub, and you're like, ooh, this is kind of. Or now you get like a 
like a, a little tiny propeller that mm-hmm. propels you forward and you hold it in your hands and then you get into a little tiny sub and you're like, oh, I feel so much safer. And then you get a prawn suit, just like a uh think of aliens the, yeah, yeah the thing but like underwater thing like that that you can drill with and then you get like you can build a giant submarine that you can put <laughs> the prawn suit and the the tiny the sub, sub into, into and you just that's vroom, cool vroom, 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 going deep into the water that you were that's terrified a great before fire yeah. uh nuclear missiles out of it yeah yeah <laughs> all that kind of stuff but yeah that game is uh i can't stop playing it i love it that's all. When we come back, we'll be uh, discussing video game generations. What's your favorite? Welcome back. So, guys. Uh, <laughs> He's, oh, I thought you had like, like so Maglemonia in his <laughs> head. <laughs> uh, generations of video games. There's yeah. plenty of them. Uh, what are our favorites? Not everybody at once. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have one in particular in my mind that is for sure my favorite. And we can like discuss. like, But I think this last generation that just happened with... Um, Xbox One, PS4. Xbox One, PlayStation Four, and Switch. Wii U Switch. I think we use a part of the. That's you know, why I always when uh, Ninten- I, Nintendo. Whenever Nintendo I think of generations, off. I always think of like console specific. But yeah, yeah, we use Nin- Switch mainly yeah, because yeah. of Nintendo. Where, yeah. yeah, so the Wii U ended because like it was crappy, and you got the mm-hmm. Switch style, but like. There's just some incredible games that came out in this last generation, um, like the Switch had uh, Breath of the Wild, which was Wii U as well, but mm-hmm. uh, Breath of the Wild is considered like now one of the greatest games of all time. You have, I mean, some people feel that way. Yeah. And then, like, uh, I mean, I love, like, uh, the second Titanfall. Um, there's the realization mm-hmm. of some other, Witcher like God, War, God, God of War, Richard Three. Um, a lot of PlayStation uh, games, obviously, how they do it. But then also Xbox. I think you don't get... I like the new series, the Series X, and where Microsoft is going, where Xbox is going currently with services and Game Pass and backwards compatibility. And I think you don't get that if not for the falling out of what happened when Xbox One first started. Mm-hmm. So like, there was a lot of groundwork laid out that I think... Like gaming is just getting better and better and better, and mm-hmm. that's because of this. I say, I th- now we're at a point where there's just there's more good games to play than you have time. Essentially, like there's yeah. just like you can think of any style of game you like, and there's now beginning to be a blurring of PC and consoles in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. Um, so, like I think this last generation was was it's, pretty good. In that I, I think it's funny that people like freaking out that they don't have a PS5. It's like there's so many games to play. Why? Yeah. <laughs> you don't need Well, and you don't need and that's the thing is like when you currently when you're like you know, I don't have a PS5. It's like what game are you missing out on? Demon's Souls. And, and Demon's Souls. And to me I'm just like that's just <laughs> yeah. so much of a Go play the first Demon's Souls. Well, just not even just that like there's you have no. the yeah, it's like you have Demon Souls 1, 2, 3, Bloodborne. And it's just like... Dark Souls. 1, Dark 2, Souls, sorry. 
one, two, three, and Bloodborne and Sekiro, and it's just like you have all these other games that are out, and those people have probably already played played all those, and it's just I don't know. It's at, at this moment there's nothing. right now it's just convenience <clears throat> machine yeah. because it plays the older games so much better, yeah. and they're so hard to find that like. It's not worth going to the headache of finding yeah. it. You're going to get it, and you're like, all right, well, then what am I going to do with it? Yeah. Well, that's why like, they just announced uh, the 7 remake Intergrade, which is like- yeah. Oh, my gosh. The It's the basically the PS5 version with an added thing for Yuffie or yeah. something. Yeah, for Yuffie. Yeah. So I'm just going to wait until that comes out, which is in June, because I probably won't get a PS5 till then. Yeah. <laughs> or, or even if then. Yeah, because I was going to just get it and play the PS4 version, but now I'm just going to wait. Because yeah, mm-hmm. of course. I got to get that. Yeah, it's it's convenience. The you know better frame rate, better resolution. Yeah, better and that's the same thing with like the Series X. It's just like you're getting it so that way you can play all the games with that solid yeah. state drive. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I agree. And Game Pass is and just so is, nice. It's just yeah, you keep getting better. <clears throat> yeah. Well, not even just that, but like the the cross play of just being able to play a game on your PC and then be like, okay, I want to go sit on the couch now. And then boot boot it up and like your save is there on your Xbox and it's just like yeah. it's insane. Of and there's it's it's almost like the people that got the PS5 are kind of troubleshooting it right now because there's so much like I constantly hear about the headaches of oh really uh, yeah transferring your save over from the Avengers game from PS4 to PS5 is a nightmare. Also yeah. d- playing the PS5 game on PS5. Because like you have to go through options and select like a lot of people when because it installs it installs both the mm-hmm. PS4 version and the PS5 version and you have to know that you're playing the PS5 version or you could be playing the PS4 version. Not a lot of people, it doesn't just no, a lot of people no. were doing that. A lot of people oh were doing gosh. that. Where and then wow. so it I'm wondering and it doesn't save progress across them. Like there was a story of someone who was playing Spider Man on PS5 mm-hmm. and they were playing it and they were having fun. And they loaded it back up and when they played, they lost all their progress. And like, what the hell's going on? Is it because when they were playing before, they were playing the, the PS4 version. PS4 version. And when they loaded back up, they were playing the PS5 version. And they you know did, what this tells me is that they did. That's been updated. Yes, that's you been can, updated. But, but this yeah, is just originally that, that tells yet. me that originally that they had no plan of doing that and when xbox announced that they that you could do that yeah they, smart delivery they, they so they, many people made fun of smart delivery now they're like, like holy crap this stuff is yeah. revolutionary totally. yeah because you can just you play and play in the best version yeah and it's i would say in that generation as well as they revitalized the you had the downfall of Assassin's Creed and the revitalization of oh, Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed yeah, for and sure. I think that was really cool, and it it sparked. I mean, I literally just went and played every single one of them, um, and still haven't gotten through Valhalla yet. But I also burned myself out playing. Yeah, I mean, playing play 160 a of hours of Odyssey. Odyssey. So, um, <laughs> uh, no, I I agree. It was a it's an interesting generation because it's. When I think about it, there's not like a game series or a game in that generation where I go that like that's in my top 10 for me. Um, I know for other people, there God are of War is yeah. probably in my and top so, 10. And like I, I'm pretty sure Last of Us 2 is in people's top 10. And it's just like I didn't have a game in there. Maybe the Ratchet and Clank uh the Ratchet and Clank remake. Yeah, because that was a really good game. But 
Um, Doom, the reviolation of Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. It just uh, there's anything, no there's no Gordon music. Yeah, it's just none of the games are in my like top ten. Like, no, I got you. These are I mine. got you. But they, but that's other not than, to other than downplay. Breath of the Wild, which uh, it, yeah, that's not in my top ten. But I think I think Breath of the Wild is probably the one game of this last generation that it's in most people's most people's top, top tens. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. Last of Us, yeah. Last of Us Two, yeah. Last of Us. Well, that was that, that was PS3. PS3. That's right. Yeah. Into PS3. Yeah. Uh, the best Mario Kart. Mario Kart Eight was yeah, Wii U. Deluxe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mario Kart Eight is. I was just playing it the other day. Actually, it's yeah, it's fun. Mario Kart's so good. Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Oh, unless, if unless uh, you play online. Yeah, and but. then uh, it's weird because Ultimate to me is. Uh, that is Xbox One, PS5, yeah, yeah PS4, yeah. yeah. Yep. What about you guys? What are some of your other favorites? Um, okay, I don't know. If you guys disagree with me, disagree with me. But I think far and away the best generation is Xbox, PlayStation 2, GameCube. For me, it's N64. Okay. Maybe N64 because... Or PS1, Game yeah. Boy. Mainly N64 for us. Like, mm-hmm. it's like a we, we never had a PlayStation and we were late to the Xbox. Wait, that was later. Okay, yeah, it, it was it was in sixty four, and it played so much of it. I think we got it a year or two after it came out because we got it with a Zelda. Yep, which is such an iconic. Yeah. Well, Mario sixty four, but then later, uh, my older brother and I pre-ordered Ocarina the Time. gold card of yeah. Ocarina of Time and played the living hell out of that game, and would bring the strategy guide to school and like draw a Link from the strategy guy. <laughs> yes, yeah. And then it was like uh, a couple months later or maybe a year later that everybody in my school were getting into it in a crazy way and it was like, that, that's old news. I beat that. So <laughs> I ago. think I got N64 when I got it for Christmas one year. I think it, I got it with Ocarina of Time and that was just like the best. Also, uh, Pokemon Stadium, anyone? Oh, Ooh, Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon Stadium. The, Stadium. The idea that as a kid, the idea of taking the Game Boy game, plugging it into the N64 and seeing your team your was just squad. mind-blowing to me. I was like, this is so cool. Yeah. Is that Pokemon Snap? Pokemon, Pokemon Snap. A lot of GoldenEye. I, I, I love GoldenEye. I mean, I could, I could name off Dark. Like, Star Fox 64. Tomb Star Raider. Star Fox 64. Well, this is PlayStation, PlayStation, but yeah. but yeah, like PlayStation had Crash Bandicoot, Tomb Raider, Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VII, yeah, all those it, games. Spyro. I never knew about because we, we didn't even have friends that had. I think we had one. I remember we did a Switch at one point, where no, that Switch was this last you're year. You're the worst. Um, we where they borrowed our N64 and we borrowed their PS1 for like a week. Mm-hmm. It's funny because if if Square Enix had somehow stayed with Nintendo. 64 would be like by far because I mean, I'm just thinking if Final Fantasy 7 was somehow on the 64. Yeah, the PlayStation 1 games are on 64. Yeah, le- PlayStation wouldn't even be in the conversation for me. It would have been it would have been in all in 64. Yeah. And like the Mega Man X games were also, they split off and went to Sony. Yeah. So if that had all remained on Nintendo, it would just be no contest, basically. Hmm. Harvest Moon. Harvest Moon 64. Still it, w- it was pretty much rare's. Like they yeah. were the top dogs. Banjo Kazooie, Star Fox, Donkey Kong. 
Yeah, Rare was killing it in yeah. the 64 era. Yeah. Uh, Conker's Diddy, 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 Diddy Kong Racing. Diddy Kong. Yeah, Mario Kart 64. Yeah. 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 So many. I was a bigger Diddy Kong fan. Yeah, Diddy Kong was fun. You're a Diddy guy. because <laughs> Ben doesn't Jet like Force Mario. Gemini. Uh, <laughs> Jet Force oh, Gemini. Jet Force, Jet Force Gemini. Gemini. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of classic, but I mean, for me, it's the PlayStation 2 and Xbox, like Halo and all the games that came out on uh, PlayStation 2 and it's mm-hmm. just like in the Wii. Like, no, wait, Wii would be... That's the 360 sorry. PS3. Yeah, that would be 360 PS4, yeah. but... PS3. Uh, GameCube, like... Mm-hmm. Melee, Super Super Smash, Smash Brothers, Brothers Melee, Melee uh, Darkness. Sunshine, Super Mario Sunshine, Wind Waker. Um, Animal Crossing, <sighs> Rogue Squadron, Rogue Squadron. Like yeah. it's just, and the other thing too is like now that I have a PC and I do emulating, like I emulate a ton of PS2 games that I played back then. The Lord of the Rings games, yeah, Lord, game, all the Lord of the Rings games, yeah. my NFL Street games, like God of Wars, the one through three, like, and then. Xbox bringing in uh, Xbox Live and Halo Fusion Frenzy. Um, there's just Star Wars Battlefront, uh, Buffy Battlefront. the Vampire Slayer, Buffy the Vampire. Morrowind though was on oh, the yeah, Xbox. I played, oh. I played. I played when Buffy we, the when Vampire we got, Slayer when we got Morrowind, and I would stay up watching my older brother play for hours, then mm-hmm. fall asleep on the couch, and he'd wake me up to tell me to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it, and also it was just like the last of an era. Uh, go listen to uh, Reeled In. We talk about uh, <laughs> eras and when to be born, and it's a pretty good podcast. Uh, anyways, it's <laughs> the second uh, plug uh, uh, on the same episode. They call me the plugger, uh, right? Uh, <laughs> I don't like where that. like me. it was just this era where like blockbuster and Hollywood video were still a thing. Mm-hmm. So going in and ridding video games, and, and uh, there was a store called Game Crazy. And yes, I inside Hollywood video. If sometimes. you bought a console, they gave you like three game rental or a year of game rentals for free and so like you would then go once a month and go get your game rental but oh uh n64 shadows of the empire oh yeah 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 shadows of the empire shadows our of the cousin empire. had that we never actually had it but our cousin we had, had it and we, we had played it. it no we didn't oh i play, have the playstation cartridge. one had tekken 3 as well or not. Tekken games. oh and speaking tekken. of uh chrono trigger chrono cross was on ps1 oh. if you the choose sequel. to go over to it and have the 80 different characters or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I remember uh, I emulated, when I first got a PC, emulated a lot of Super NES games because we never had that generation. Mm-hmm. We had NES. Uh, then we played Mario is Missing, and that bricked the NES. Oh, uh, yeah. We never had another system until the N64. And so it was like a blind spot. So I played all through all those games. <laughs> That's cool. Also, also, the startup noise of like the original Xbox or the first or PlayStation right, Two like and PlayStation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like those oh, those are rad. Dude, or GameCube, they get the do 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 do. Yeah, and if and you hold it, hold down all the buttons, it like does the squeaky clown. It's shoes. it's funny because like I'm very happy for the Xbox One be or just the backwards compatibility of Xbox because they keep that in there. So, like, if you boot up a game that was on the original Xbox, it has mm-hmm. that opening for the uh, for the every game that you play on it. It's just like, oh, the nostalgia. Yeah, it hits you, it hits you pretty hard. Yeah. I think backwards compatibility is going to be, if it'll PlayStation be f- figures it out and you can just, <laughs> if they ever. Yeah. It'll be interesting future generations of, like, what, what a startup? What's that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's yeah, because like, game, yeah, you, when you start up a system now, it just goes straight to a dashboard. Yeah. Unless or, you, unless or, you reboot, and if, if you put it hard, if you put it in rest mode. It just it doesn't start up. It's just yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. You would have to hard boot it to get that boom yeah. for the mm-hmm. Xbox. What, yeah. what do you guys like? What do you guys think is like your least favorite though? Like one that you're just like, if you're stuck on an island, you can only play that generation. Like it'd be like that kind of sucks. Uh, I mean, obviously, like Atari and all that's like just because of the yeah, style I'm, of games. But I think, like within, like, that let's just say that wasn't our generation. Yeah. yeah, let's just say like what it would be like Generation Four on from like Super Nintendo on. If right? I had to choose, it would be this last generation. That would be kind of the which yeah. would be what the Xbox One, PS4, Xbox One, PS4. I was gonna PS4. say uh, mine is PS3, 360 because I literally I wasn't probably. in that generation at all. Yeah, I got, me, I got a a 360 like two years before xbox one yeah. came out i i played a lot of the 360 but like taking away my like halo reach i need i need that those halo reach halo three days uh and i the original three has original last of us that's, and bioshock that's, infinite uh, and oh just the bioshocks yeah yeah and then not only that but then i lose out my mass effects i can't, oh, can't take that, away yep. my mass effects away from me I would take away a console. Xbox One, I would take away. Yeah. PlayStation 3, I would take away. Oh. There was a lot of great stuff, but it didn't compare with me to the 360. Okay, if you had to take away a Nintendo Nintendo console that wasn't the Wii U, (laughs) which one would you take? The Wii. I would take away the Wii. The Wii. Yeah. Yeah, So it's so important to... Like different style of video, like that that approach mm, yeah. video games for people in a lot. But there of just different... wasn't enough great, yeah, games. Well, thank it. goodness Nintendo for, did the Wii. For cause... me, Nintendo after the GameCube was all about the handhelds. Like the Nintendo DS and the 3DS were yeah. by far the better consoles for from Nintendo. Well, they stopped. They they intentionally stopped competing with the Xbox yeah, and the yeah. PS3s because they they number one they just can't keep up with that uh, power online play. Graphics. Mm. Oh, you mean you know modern technology? Yeah, like yeah. Uh, being able to plug in like Ethernet cables to your consoles <laughs> or run a Blu-ray. No, but we have small discs <laughs> or DVDs. Just DVD. Yeah, yeah. Just, just don't like, even try Blu-ray. Just DVD. No, let me no. watch a movie. Dang it. So, so what is your favorite console then? Like, if like you can only play one console in sixty-four. It'd be 64. It had the least games, but I was so in love with if all those I games. If I had to play one console. I think mine would be PlayStation 2. I think. Uh, if PC does not count as a console. <laughs> no, I think PC if, if you If you count PC, it has to be a generation. Yeah, it has to be like a, okay. a, like a decade. Well, my, my, f- my favorite era is because of PC in mid-2000s. Um, but if I had to pick a console, in sixty four probably you could you could you could play you could say PC, but you could only play games from two thousand two thousand ten. Yeah, are well, because we, are we allowed to say handhelds? Yeah, sure. Why oh, not? for me, the Nintendo DS by far, like that was my favorite. yes, yeah. That's one it's thing like, is Nintendo. No matter what's happening with the consoles, they've been killing it in the handheld for yeah. forever. Like that, I know people really like the PSP and the Vita, but it's just like. That's yeah. It's just like Vita the, was is so much better, but it didn't 
nobody cared. And I think it's the the areas dominated by Nintendo. Yeah, and it was just the the effect of like just the games themselves of like it's the it, Pokemon effect really. Oh yeah, just sells <laughs> the Pokemon handhelds. Effect. Yeah, like it sells handhelds. Yeah, yeah you're like I mean, you um, and then when they brought Animal Crossing to the handhelds, that was an incredible idea. Um, and extremely smart. The fact, because with the whole idea of like, you just need to wake up in the morning and do some things. It's just like you wake up, just pop open your Nintendo DS and then just do some of the pick your weeds and go and talk to your neighbors and then you're good to go. You know, you knew that real life, Andrew. Yeah, I know. Uh, what's a fact that it became such a global (laughs) phenomenon this year, almost akin to a Pokemon game is yeah. Just mind-blowing. Yeah. Well, and Nintendo, they were smart because the Switch basically takes what everybody loved about handhelds. Yeah. Like, I know people who are like, I'm just going to buy this on Switch just because it's there and I can, it's yep. portable. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I'm, like I've thought about, I have games on the PC, like indie games like Hades um, and Littlewood and just like, and Stardew Valley and they're on the Switch and I'm like, I might just rebuy them again on the Switch just so I can have them. To be able to like sit on the couch and just It's definitely one of those things where like growing up in your house, but now with Mary and being with kids is there's only so many TVs. Yeah. So the ability to have the switch and be like, Well, I want to play a game right now, but my daughter wants to watch Moana, that's cool. I can play my switch while my daughter's watching mm-hmm. a movie. Or... I thought you were gonna say, I don't care what my daughter wants, I'm gonna <laughs> play my game. Yeah. Um Yeah, and so the but the Nintendo DS for me was just like the WarioWare game on the Nintendo DS, Mario Kart uh, 6, or Mario, yeah, Mario Kart 6, which was Mario Kart DS, was probably one of the best, and somehow they got multiplayer correct in that, and, like, it worked extremely well. Uh, the DS had a mic built into it, so you could actually talk to people, um, and then, like, there was so a... Don't have eat to shell, loser. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to download an app? No. And talk through that on yeah. your phone? And then there was Metro Prime Hunters, which oh, was yeah. a multiplayer first-person shooter Metroid game that was really fun and really, like, just super addicting. Uh, There's Meteos, which was, like, a Tetris-style, like, battle royale kind of game. Nintendogs. Um, oh, man. Nintendogs. <laughs> Loved Nintendogs. You're but, my Nintendog. Uh, oh, and then you. the Soul Silver, uh, Soul Silver heart gold remake i it's my favorite game of all time and i the black uh pokemon black and white is a really good game it's just like that that console had such a long lifespan it did um well because 3ds do you lump that in with no even without the 3ds okay yeah that's true like that lifespan of just the nintendo ds like the fact that we got three different pokemon Generations in just the DS and actual good Pokemon games. Yeah, and so it's like we had <laughs> the last good Pokemon. We had games. yeah, Diamond and Pearl, Black and White, Black and White Two, and the Heart Gold, Soul Silver. Um, True, ones. I forgot that was part yeah, of that one. That was all on the DS, and it just like I Fire remember Emblems. the Fire Emblems um, Awakening. Yeah, Fire Emblem Awakening, which was that DS. I think that might have been 3DS, but that game re like revitalized the franchise it literally came down to nintendo was saying if awakening did not sell the franchise was over uh and awakening exploded 
uh, and awoken. Then, yeah, and it, it did so well that <laughs> then they just released a ton of them, and then now there's 35 characters in Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, and I know who none of them are. <laughs> yeah. Still, I still don't even know who Marth is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, and so that that generation or that console for me is like, I think I put more time into the Nintendo DS than any ever any other console. It's a good one. All right, enough of this console talk. Let's talk about the greatest generation, which is PC 2002 <laughs> to 2010. Dude, uh, you're going to chop off two years? Deus Ex was in 2000. Okay, 2000. I'll, I'll go with the decade. The, yeah. the decade Starcraft. Starcraft. Uh, Starcraft 2, technically, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, the two. It was a toss up between the N64 generation and the PC. I went with the PC only because I or I think Nintendo 64 had more games that I enjoyed. PC had the games you enjoyed the most. Yes, as in like yeah. played them for years yeah. and years and years. The first one was um Battlefield 2, which is the best Battlefield. Hmm. Um because I had played 1942 but then two came out and it was just like they expanded in so many different directions. The squad play was introduced there hmm. where you could get in squad. You could spawn on your squad leader and he could give orders. Um, the commander where the commander could like call down artillery strikes. Um, also helicopters. Were introduced. Yeah. It was just fun. You could, <laughs> you could team up, you know, you could pile into a, a Blackhawk and just like, Use the minigun and float around and stuff. It's just so much fun. Battlefront 2. Battlefield 2. And then the second game is, of course... Bad Company. Uh, Final Fantasy XI, which is the greatest game of all time. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But it, and, <clears throat> it's simultaneous because it's it's the greatest game and also like probably a source of kind of bad video game addiction I would uh, say. Yeah. but it's i have world of warcraft yeah it it's my world of warcraft but i have so many memories like the the first time i uh teamed up with somebody from japan hmm. was super cool and they had a mechanic in the game where you could it was something called auto translate hmm. where you type in a series of uh phrases pre-written and when you send it to a person in japan it translates it automatically so we were able to communicate, and I just thought that was, I mean, previously I hadn't really played any online game aside from 1942. Mm. And so being able to communicate with somebody. In a different country. Yeah, who speaks a different language was just great. Mm. And then, um, yeah, I just sunk an enormous amount of time in that game. And it's still going. It's Square Enix's most popular, uh, most profitable game. Because it still has a subscriber fee. <laughs> I, I just think it's, it's just weird that 14 isn't. That they both, that they have two MMOs going. They're very different. So yeah. 11, I, I never played EverQuest, but EverQuest, EverQuest 2. EverQuest but 11 was very heavily influenced by EverQuest. Mm. Um, and like I said, it's the difference, horizontal, vertical progression. And 11 was very, very, very like multiplayer focused. You couldn't, level do quests do anything without other people mm. see that's, that's what, where i drop out 
Yeah, and and eventually, I think most people say Other people. I love that game, but I don't have time to commit to it because I'm not in high school anymore. I can't like come home and XP for five hours. Hmm. And some things in that game require like a minimum of several hours, and I'm just like, I don't, I can't, yeah. I can't do it. But and it was on the 360. Yeah, it was, and the PS2. Yeah, was it came, it on the PS2. It originally came out. On I know the PS2. that. I know that Square uh, Star Online was on the PS2. That might have been it. Yeah, was no, it was on PS2. Thinking. It you, you needed the um the, the data, hard drive. Yeah, yeah, the adapter yeah. And, and that. The <laughs> uh, ironically, that was part of the downfall of the game because they had trouble updating it later on because of PS2 limitations. That became like a a thing on the forums. It was always like. How come they're not doing this? PS2 limitations. Because, <laughs> you know, they couldn't add things that they wanted to add or yeah. update the graphics. Or, But yeah. it's a good time. Them's be the generation. Them's be the generation. Some good gaming. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Some darn see good gaming. See you, see you next time. Game, time. Game on. Hi. Game on. Game on.